This is the third installment of Vermont Credit Unions on Air, a podcast from the Association of Vermont Credit Unions. I'm Joe Bergeron, president of the association. With me today is John Cody, director of information services here at the association. Hi, John. Hi, Joe. John also orchestrates the planning and details of the convention weekend we produce for credit unions in May of each year. With 2017 being the 70th anniversary of the association, some special things are planned that we wanted to share in the focus of this Vermont Credit Unions On Air podcast. So, John, we're recording this episode on Friday, February 3rd, 105 days out from our 70th anniversary celebration. And that sure seems like a long ways off, but I know, at least on your desk, plans have been in the works for a very long time now. Yeah, it's probably not a surprise to listeners that planning a convention, which typically has about 200 attendees or so, is a year-round task. 2017 will be my 15th managed convention, though, so by now I really ought to know what I'm doing. I'm happy that uh, this May 19th through the 21st, which is the date of our convention, our attendees will again get to enjoy the hospitality and cuisine that Stone Mountain Lodge offers. They've hosted our convention twice before, and their staff and management are great to work with from a meeting planner's perspective. The Lodge is known for delivering outstanding guest service and using locally and regionally sourced foods on their menus whenever possible, so I think every attendee is going to enjoy the venue. I'm going to start with some of the things that are new this year. And uh, one of the things that that listeners might be aware about is the genealogy project that we're doing. Um, Because this is our 70th year, in December we let our credit unions know in Newslines Express that we wanted to build a genealogy of current Vermont credit unions that documents when they began and how they got to where they are today. By the time listeners hear this, we'll have profiled the credit union in each of the past uh, four-week issues, and we hope that those who haven't yet filled out their survey information will do so as soon as possible. We're hoping to have a big visual family tree of sorts on display at the convention, but we need the help of our credit unions to complete that project. So if a credit union wants to submit information and they haven't done it already, um, you got a means for them to do that? Yeah, in, in every issue of Newslines Express, uh, at the start of each of the profiles, there's a link in information that credit unions can download, um, a sample of the questions, and then go to SurveyMonkey and fill out their information. And we'll take information from multiple people and anybody from a credit union, right? Yeah, so anybody, uh, that, anybody that wants to can go in and can fill in information. We just ask that they be knowledgeable about the history of their credit union and make sure that they give us you know, good, solid information, and we'll incorporate all of that into their profile on a weekly basis as we go closer to annual meeting. That's great. Excellent. So what else you got planned? We're, um, I'm really excited about a couple of the new things that we're doing with our sponsors this year. The first one, um, and our listeners can go to our annual meeting page and our uh, sponsors page and our exhibitors page on our website, vermontcreditunions.coop, to see um, all the sponsors and exhibitors as they, as they register to be, be part of our annual meeting. Um, we're doing this thing called the Sweet Sweet Upgrade, and i got to give credit to our coworker Brian Kent on this. It was actually his idea. Um, and so what's going to happen is one individual or couple who registers as an early bird for the annual meeting for a full weekend, so both Friday and Saturday, uh, or Friday through Sunday, um, is going to be randomly drawn, and that person is going to get upgraded to a one-bedroom luxury suite at Stone Mountain Lodge cool. at no cost to their credit union. Uh, our sponsor and uh, the association are picking up the full tab for that. Very nice. With um, with taxes and valet parking, which is included, um, it's a prize worth $900. So that's kind of a cool thing that we're excited about. And the drawing will take place after the early bird um, 
deadline expires uh, on the 17th of March, so the drawing will take place on the 20th of March. So a means to encourage people to register exactly. a little and, early. Yeah. And, and our credit unions are fantastic about registering um, you know, early uh, for annual right. meetings, so it's terrific. It's just another way that we were able to sort of do a win-win for our sponsor and a win-win for our attendees, so it's kind of exciting. Great, great. Another thing that's um, on the drawing board, those of who, who have attended our convention before know that we have a, uh, an exhibitor-focused uh, contest for credit union employees and volunteers who attend uh, on Friday night at the annual meeting in the exhibitor hall. Um, we're privileged this year to have um, Stephanie Smith as the executive director of America's Credit Union Museum in, right. in Manchester, New Hampshire. She's going to be one of our breakout speakers for Saturday afternoon. She's going to help us out with our Credit Union Jeopardy contest on Friday in the Exhibitor Hall where attendees are going to have to uh, go to each of the Exhibitor stations and pick up, an answer, uh, pick up a question to go with the answer that's on their sheet. And once they do that, they can um, play the contest and then at the end of the evening we'll do the usual um, drawing of winners and they'll have a chance at either a cash prize or a box of mystery. So that'll be fun for us for our attendees on Friday night. That's great. And you, you know, you mentioned about Stephanie from the museum and that reminds me of the, you mentioned history, uh, cause it's a milestone anniversary for us. And, and, uh, isn't Stephanie bringing along like a historical display from the museum or something to have on exhibit? Absolutely. Yeah. We're actually going to have Stephanie, um, at a booth, uh, or a station in the exhibitor hall and she'll have her materials and everything. Uh, so people can stop by and chat with her about the museum if they haven't been there before or even if they have, and um, we're also, we've also got some things that aren't fully cooked yet in the plans for what we're going to do with, with the museum going forward, but we'll have more information about that as we get closer. Great. The other um, things that, that is sort of really new this year is what we're calling the Sponsors Reception Lunch. And again, it's one of those, we really try to do as many win-win things as possible, and this certainly falls into that category. In the past, um, some of our sponsors have asked for an opportunity to address uh, attendees in in some way to talk about their products and services. Unfortunately, as you well know, our annual meeting is really packed schedule-wise from beginning to end. So this year, um, we found a way to fit this in at lunch on Saturday, and it's a it's a win-win for our credit unions too because I've had several people comment to me in the past that they really wanted to have more time to talk with a vendor about a particular product and service or service um, then is allowed during the exhibitor hall when everybody's walking around and you know doing the contest and all the other things. It's kind of a, a hectic atmosphere in the exhibitor hall. So now with the sponsor's reception lunch, there's going to be a 90-minute block of time on Saturday where people can sit down at tables um, that the sponsor has located uh, around the, about the room, and they'll enjoy some additional gourmet hors d'oeuvres and desserts and just have a nice, relaxed atmosphere to talk about sponsor, uh, talk about the sponsors, product and services that credit unions might be interested in. Great, excellent. So you've talked a lot about uh, the different uh, attractions that we're having during the our convention weekend and whatnot. But of course, one of the things that draws people to our convention weekend is everybody's asking, well, who are you going to have for speakers and what's the subject matter and whatnot. And I know you've done a little coverage of that in Newsline's Express, but you know, what do you got lined up? Well, we're very lucky. Um, last year, we had we had um, Vermonter and Colorado, or 
if that's a word, uh, Murray Banks, who really set the bar for our annual meeting speakers going forward. So we really want to continue ramping up our education program. And um, we were lucky enough to be able to get, uh, the first time <laughs> we are able to get a father and daughter uh, combination of generational speakers. Um, Megan Johnson and Larry Johnson came to our attention through uh, outstanding audience feedback for keynotes they've delivered at other Credit Union League events. Um, we hired them both because it's not only the financial services marketplace that's at a generational crossroads, but it's the workplace too. Um, this quote about workplace conflict from one of Megan's videos on her website was very telling to me. Right now, 60% of employers report tension between the generations. 70% of older employees are dismissive of younger employee talents and 50% of younger employees are dismissive of older employee talents. And I think every day on a, on a daily basis, people see different conflicts between the generations, both at work and out in their daily lives. And so I think Megan and Larry are gonna bring some very unique perspectives to us. They're gonna be with us throughout the weekend and they're excited about interacting with our attendees beyond them being in the audience of their keynote presentations. Great. On Saturday morning, the, uh, the breakfast roundtables are going to be uh, something that we started last year, are going to be uh, real interesting this year. We had three last year. We're back down to two this year so that we have larger audiences. They're highly interactive, and we're excited about the panelists that we've got. Um, one of them is uh, doing a presentation called Straight Talk, Communicating with Honesty and Integrity, um, which actually is the a title of a keynote by Larry Johnson. Um, we have Larry Johnson, one of our keynote speakers, alongside um, CUNA's chief political officer, Richard Gose, who I know you're familiar with. I sure am. And um, they're going to uh, they're going to focus on things that are not just um, sort of employer-employee communications and, and in the workplace, but also um, some some marketing things about making sure that your marketing messages are um, you know straightforward and 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 honest. And I mean, I know credit unions do that but there's some things that they that uh, they have some suggestions that, that people can follow and also um, dealing with with members on the teller line and just being you know forward and and um, straightforward in their communication so I think that's going to be a very interesting interactive discussion so uh, if I can interject John to give people a little bit more background on Richard in case uh, they haven't run across him before um, he's he's just a, a great advocacy expert uh, for credit unions uh, from CUNA. And uh, you already mentioned he's chief political officer for CUNA. He's based in Washington, D.C. Um, you know, he uh, touches uh, campaign politics, grassroots activation, legislative process, and communications. Um, and he's been at the heart of uh, every credit union advocacy battle in Washington that I can remember for most of my career. Um, he's pioneered CUNA's member activation program, which I think you're going to talk about a little bit later, uh, has helped credit unions connect with their members on issues using that program, uh, encourages credit union um, consumers rather to be involved in grassroots action. Uh, he helps orchestrate Hike the Hills uh, and uh, just a myriad of things. Project Zip Code, add that to the list. QLAC, add that to the list, uh, which it collects like four Point three to six million dollars uh, mm -hmm. annually, uh, for as a as a political action fund for credit unions. So, 
you know, Rich is right at the heart of, of advocacy in credit union land. Uh, yeah, so I'm really fortunate to have him. Yeah, I'm really I'm really looking forward to being able to, to listen to him just because he's got such great insights. Um, you know, I've seen some things that he's done online and like that, but it's going to be great having him in the room and being able to talk with people, you know, face to face. Um, the other breakfast roundtable that we're doing, um, again, uh, with a uh, hesitate to use the term rock star, but um, someone who our audience is very familiar with from CUNA is Mike Schenk, um, Vice President of Economics and Statistics. Um, and he's going to be alongside uh, UVM Associate Professor of Economics, Art Wolf, who uh, annual meeting attendees have been privileged to hear speak a couple of times so they know how great a speaker Art is and how much information he brings. So the idea for that session is that we have some significant economic insights, um, obviously focusing on the Trump administration, um, you know, going forward, uh, both from the national perspective with Mike and from a Vermont and regional perspective with Art. It's going to be great to have both of those uh, in the room at the same time, giving those two different perspectives, like you were saying. And uh, particularly Mike, you know, does a lot of uh, analysis for advocacy purposes, too, of, uh, of credit unions and their contributions to the economy and whatnot. So I'm really looking forward to hearing both of them. I, I think it's going to be great. I think the thing about the roundtable breakfast that makes them the most in interesting for our attendees is the fact that they're highly interactive, that we want people to engage and ask questions and um, not necessarily put our speakers on the spot, but these guys know what they're talking about. So really an excellent exchange. So the roundtable breakfast will start, uh, will run from 8 to 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Breakfast will start at 7.30, so people can have a chance to, to eat before they, you know, start chatting and stuff. But I think there are going to be a couple of excellent panels. Um, and then, of course, we have our keynotes in the morning with Megan Johnson. Um, and then in the afternoon, we've got a couple of breakout sessions with some speakers as well. We're kind of excited about this as well. Um, because we have Stephanie Smith from America's Credit Union Museum, uh, she's a development educator, so she has a lot of experience with credit union philosophy and credit union history. Um, she's going to um, facilitate a panel that talks about um, the history and philosophy of credit unions for everybody. And so we're hoping that some of our younger attendees who might not be as familiar with history and philosophy as some of our veterans are um, will will show up in this for this session. But also those who maybe have been in the credit union industry for a long time, but aren't necessarily fully aware of how we started and where we came from. So sure. I think that's going to be a fascinating um, session. And we're starting to, to contact some folks about uh, some longtime credit union experts, credit union veterans who've been in the industry for quite some time, to have them sit on the panel and sort of share their wisdom, share their mentoring um, with some of our attendees. So I right. think that's going to be a real interesting um, and organic discussion about um, all things credit union. So that's going to be kind of fun. And then, of course, <coughs> you're going to be doing a breakout session uh, alongside Richard Gose and right. with our lobbyist, Adam Nekrasen, and I'll let you go ahead and talk about that. I think that'll be a real good conversation. And I know, you know, people look forward to, uh, or at least in recent years, people have uh, participants at the annual meeting have looked forward to hearing, you know, what the latest and greatest is for information coming out of the Vermont State House with regard to credit unions and studies we've done. I think it was, was it last year or before we were having a, a bit of a, of a, 
possible tax challenge from bankers mm-hmm. and whatnot, and so we took that opportunity to talk about that. Um, so this year we've got uh, Richard Ghost, the advocacy person from CUNA that we talked about, and Adam McCrasson, who is the uh, point person for us, one of our uh, lobbyists in the State House that works for the association. Um, and so the three of us are going to have a discussion about both the Washington side of things and the Montpelier side of things. Uh, it's certainly a much different world politi- politically for us these days, both in Washington and to a slightly lesser extent in Montpelier. The faces have changed, but the mm-hmm. uh, party's controls is, is pretty much the same, um, ex- except for the governor's office. But, um, you know, between the two, there should be a lot of interesting discussion. And again, we hope to have a lot of interaction with the people that are sitting in that session in the audience. After the breakouts on Saturday afternoon, of course, is our will be our 70th annual business meeting, and we'll do all of the, the business and elections. Um, we have three board seats open this year, two are incumbent positions, and one is an open seat. So, um, And there's lots of information in Newslines Express and on our website, VermontCreditUnions.coop, if you go to the annual meeting page under special events, you'll find all the information about uh, if you have an interest in um, being a candidate to um, uh, to serve on the association board. There's information there that you can uh, that you can check out. Um, the uh, some other things that that are going to be going on. We obviously we have our talking about the political action. We have our take a chance auction that we do every year, um, where people can buy uh, a two dollar ticket and uh, have a chance to win a great prize. Um, that's going to be running from Friday afternoon right through um, Saturday evening before we get to our entertainment, which brings me to Saturday evening and our 70th anniversary banquet. Um, we're excited to be bringing back um, Fun Pianos by 176 Keys doing a show in the round. So they're going to be in the center of a big circle of everyone's tables and uh, up on a little up on a little raised platform, and people are going to be all around them enjoying their show. That, of course, is after a, a sumptuous banquet that we always that we always put on and, and do it up large for our annual meeting. Um, the uh, the reason that we decided to go back to uh, these guys from 176 Keys is because we had them once before in 2011, and I distinctly remember um, this is part of the meeting planners fun. Literally 10 minutes into the performance, um, while people are singing along and dancing throughout the room, one credit union CEO walked up to me and said, so, what are you going to do to top this next year? <laughs> and of course, my response was, come on, let me get through this year. But the important thing about that is I've never forgotten that comment because it really uh, resonated with me and everybody was having such a good time that it's really what we try to do with annual meeting is once the business is over through the business meeting, we really try to deliver an outstanding entertainment um, weekend, uh, rest of the weekend for our attendees. So we hope that people will enjoy that show. Um, The other things that we have going on on Friday before everything sort of starts, there's the golf social, which will take place at uh, Stowe Country Club. $125 $125 includes green fees, cart, lunch. Um, when you're registering, you can select uh, you can select yes in the golf social interest box, and we'll get you more information when we have it uh, sometime in, in mid to late March. Is there anything else that we've missed, Joe? Uh, I don't think so, John. You did a great job covering everything. And uh, we have pretty much uh, reached the end of our allotted time for for our third podcast here. That works for me. Uh, Thank you, John, for giving us a preview of the 70th 
anniversary convention weekend of the Association of Montcardians on May 19th to 21st, right? Um, we hope everyone found uh, this little discussion informative. Uh, I know there was uh, a lot of ground covered by you, John, but uh, we're and you're touching on all these things uh, in different issues of Newslands Express, so people should keep an eye out there every Friday at about noontime. Right, and there's always going to be information being added regularly to the annual meeting page on our website, again, vermontcreditunions.coop. Click on annual meeting under special events, and that's where all the reports and everything are going to be going as we get closer to the weekend, and there's going to be lots of updates there. So that's the best place for people to, to keep track of what's happening. Great. Thanks for that. And remember, all of our Vermont Credit on Air episodes are archived on our podcast channel at soundcloud.com slash vtcreditunions. If you have ideas for a podcast on something you'd like to hear about, send it to podcasts at vermontcreditunions, with an S, dot co-op. Until our next podcast, this is Joe Bergeron and John Cody at the Association of Vermont Credit Unions thanking you for listening.